0: A Radio One ninety one 91FM podcast. Which means it is interview time. Uh, Dead Little Penny have dropped their latest single called Dead Together along with announcing their debut album Urge Surfing which is set for release on November 13th which is... Next week, uh, NZ Music Org has said that Dead Together throws together driving sex pistol-esque guitar with Courtney Love style vocals and whirling synth with lyrics that offer up all the fascistishness I hope I've got that word right, that has come to be expected from Dead Little Penny's live shows. That being said, uh, joining me in the e-waves today is Haley Smith from Dead Little Penny. Hey Hayley, what's up?
1: Yeah, nothing. <laughs> doing, doing um, how, how are you not to go into a puddle?
0: <laughs> we did talk off air that you, we were both like low key melting a wee bit due to the heat.
1: Yeah, it's not yeah. terrible. Yeah. I'm like in a different a different side of the country to you, but oh my goodness, I feel like we're all feeling it.
0: <laughs> so it's how how beautiful. are you doing today? where are you where are you actually at?
1: I am in Auckland right now in West Auckland and it's just like I live next to a substation. So it's like I swear to God it just like throws heat back at me I'm just like dying
0: oh my goodness so it's like heat waves hitting your face
1: yeah
0: oh wow where are the rest of your bandmates Simon and Sean
1: um where do they live
0: oh are they uh, like currently in Auckland as well or
1: yeah they're both in Auckland as well like we actually all lived in West Auckland at the time that we started
0: oh um
1: but yeah Sean lives in town now living his fancy life nice yeah we all live pretty close which is pretty good for us
0: that's good so we're here to talk about dead together and your soon to be released album urge surfing but first up let's talk about dead together what kind of what were you thinking about when you um write writing the song
1: um well i guess like the whole album is just kind of like about sort of mental health and mental Mm -hmm. well-being and like different stages you go through like when you're having a time like that and for me like sometimes i just kind of get a I guess uh, whatever I don't really care what goes on anymore sort of wish about me mm-hmm. um. and so I guess that was just kind of about like me maybe how I feel in my friendships with other people going through the same things like maybe down yeah, of a distinct time together or but I just like to make fun of it just yep. so I can you know make light of all those sorts of things
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's really what led me to that.
0: Also kind of those part of like the influences and like, the experience at the time, which kind of helped you f- uh, formulate that song?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. I'm kind of quite sarcastic anyway, so I think, <laughs> like, it, that was, like, the way of me getting it out, but, I don't know, I end up, it's actually, like, my most fun song that I have when I play,
0: so... Most fun song? Yeah, yeah ah. I love playing it, it's so much fun. Do you, what's, like, what's, because I watched the video for Dead Together, and I was just so curious about the art direction and how that influenced... From what you just said, how that kind of compiled the video, like, and just spoke for the song? Yeah.
1: I guess, like, when the song came back and after it was mixed and mastered and stuff, I was mm. just kind of thinking about, like, how there's so many things that we all do to try and find, like, I guess safety in numbers and I started to think about, like, oh, like crazy Donald Trump's crazy following, but yep. then, like, you know, cults and then, like, religious groups and things like that and people just completely just give it all up to, like, one thing. Mm. Um, and I guess, like, i made that with my husband and we just tried to find like all of this disturbing imagery <laughs> yeah that kind of showed that
0: yeah mm.
1: and it just took a life of its own really it's, yeah it's pretty horrific <laughs> mm.
0: and kind of like looking at the cover art for dead together as well as your previous single you for me it features like the same two girls so is there a connection between those two singles in some way
1: yeah i i think like just they're just Really personal songs for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But that's there's a photo that's really similar. That's actually going to be the cover of Urge Surfing as well. It's actually <gasps> which I was going sister. to ask you about. Wow. So it's just... yeah. Um. My dad. We used to live in England. Yeah. Um And my dad took a whole bunch of photos of us. And I guess like I don't know. We we just look really sullen all the time. Know <laughs> so what what it's about. But like I just thought oh, this is really representative of like I guess what this whole thing is about for me. Yeah. So I asked my sister and she said she didn't
0: mind. So lucky. <laughs> oh, so it's artfully sullen looking. Just whacking yeah. on the album cover.
1: <laughs> I think my dad was trying to be be arty, but he's, he's he did a good of, job. But he, he did, did a awesome job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's been, I guess, the creative process for Urge Surfing? Because that is, I believe, the debut album for you.
1: Yeah. Um, oh man, it's it's taken so much longer than it was initially supposed to. I guess like there's been songs that they have been written, rewritten, completely scratched off, and then like a new one will pop up. So it's taken almost like two years to kind of get to this point. And a lot of it was kind of just, I guess, like, frittering about with Sean and Simon at my other friends' houses and just playing with different sounds and seeing what we liked and going from there, really. So I guess that's probably why it was so slow, because I produced it. So it's like, I have to rely on myself, and I'm quite like a procrastinator. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we got there in the end, I'm so glad,
0: yeah, um, <laughs> like
1: I was losing it there,
0: <laughs> but that's all part of the process, um yeah, for sure. How did you come up with the name for the album?
1: Um well, urge surfing is like a term used for well, when you like go to therapy and things like that, you learn like technique called urge surfing that helps you get through like the need to do a certain behavior or a certain action that's quite that's negative for you, but that might be habitual. So I just thought that would pretty much sum up everything really well, like like just concept-wise for this whole thing, just because it is just about delving into your mind and things like that. So yeah, that's where that came from.
0: So I guess like making that album has been somewhat therapeutic for you, like applying what you learn in therapy and then kind of just like almost transferring it into a creative art form?
1: Yeah, for sure. And like, um you know the whole reason of me doing therapy in the first place is just, like, you know, being, like, a female in some of the climates that I grew up in and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like, trying to learn how to feel okay about myself. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, come to terms with things in the past. So it's been, like, amazing. And this is not what I set out to do with this album at all. But I just really hope that, you know, somebody else could maybe listen to it and get something out of it who might have been feeling the same as me. Mm. So was it, did you,
0: did you feel kind of, like, cathartic when you when it all finished like do you feel like you can't wait to kind of share it with everyone like does it feel cathartic to make the album in a way
1: yeah i'm super i'm super excited and it does feel like a huge weight off my shoulders and honestly i was like i'm not gonna make music for ages after this (laughs) comes out straight away i'm like all right i already have other songs now
0: (laughs) you have birthed a um, music baby
1: (laughs) for next week it'll be awesome
0: um what can listeners kind of expect from your album is it very similar like are you changing your sound within it? like is it similar yeah. to what we've already yeah, there's listened a few to different
1: genres going on there like I, like when I was listening to it I was like oh my goodness is this going to make sense and then it's, I think it does hopefully it does <laughs> but some of it's just like really shoegazy and dreamy and sometimes it's a bit punk and you know I listen to like you know Brian Jonestown Massacre and I guess one song might get like that a little bit but mm. it's just kind of like yeah i don't know a bit of a mishmash of things that i like i guess yeah what my band likes yeah so what were you,
0: mm, yeah what were you listening to at the time like during that time you were making the album for like two years like who were you listening to that kind of added the influence in a way
1: um i i'm like really bad at like listening to new music like if i find something i'll just listen to the same thing forever but i was listening to like mint Chicks, like hopkins razor i really love that song But I was listening to so much Pixies, because I always listen to so much Pixies, that it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, And I just really love, you know, X-Ray Sex and things like that, Mm. you know, Susie and the Banshees. So I guess, yeah, all of these things probably I've just picked up along the way. And I guess it influenced me just wanting to do music in the first place, but Mm. the sound of this being a bit heavier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is there because you mentioned that when you 've listened to it your whole album again that there were more a variety of genres um in saying that is there something is there anything that might surprise like for example, a listener when they listen to it, but then it's like oh i didn't expect that from them kind of thing
1: um i don 't know because for me i 've listened to them so many times now, but there, there's like one track that when I have sent it out for people to listen to before. Um, there's one track called Talk Show Goss That everybody really likes um, I don't know why, I think it might just be a bit Industrial or something Ooh. Um, But uh, that's going to be our lead single I think, I'm super excited about that one Coming out, but oh, come cool. me I don't know It's really hard when you've been listening to music for two years You know, yeah. it's like Well, um, I don't even know anymore <laughs> <laughs> It's like um, how you look at your face and you're like Am I really seeing my face? Yeah, like if you're in the
0: mirror for too long You're just like, is that <laughs> my face? Like. Oh, <laughs> um. So how did you... Like, I guess when you kind of rewrote some of the songs, because maybe you weren't, like, happy with it, um, how did you know, like, when you rewrote something or you got rid of some uh, a particular song that you wrote, how did you know that, like, that was the one, like, that is the one that we're going to put on the album?
1: Um, I think you just, like, know when you, like, when you know. Like, especially, especially if it's something you've taken something out of or you've changed something yeah. from. Because I've made some... Um, really bad lyrical mistakes in this process where <laughs> <laughs> I've gone oh I, there is no way I'm saying that and so when I've like come up with something I've usually like talked to a friend about it and said what do you reckon about that or and mm. then it just sort of feels right it just feels right like you know you know when you know like what people say about falling in love or whatever mm. if, uh, you can't fall in love with your own music because that's super weird
0: yeah but yeah mm. is there one really. so is there one particular song that um, that resonates with you more than any other tracks or do they all kind of hold a very special place or have some sort of resonance for you in um, one particular yeah, song? I,
1: think, I think all of them you know because they just all I guess come from like a different like part of me and, and the band but um, definitely like the t- song I was just talking about talk show Goth. Mm. it's quite like a, um, it's like about self-loathing and things like that so it's yeah. quite like aggressive and I think it's like it's like I don't know exactly what sometimes people's inner monologue is like Mm. i really love that that's really personal to me that song um yeah and just really loud
0: (laughs) is there like do you have like a favorite part of the process like i mean it took you two out two years to create (laughs) this album like was there a part of it that you really enjoyed doing or a favorite part of the process
1: i think that like my favorite part of the process is like there's probably two it's like if we actually all get to record together because Sometimes we just can't. We all got really busy mm-hmm. lives and things. So we do things separately, but when we do it all together, and things click into place, and everybody looks super stoked and like happy and content, I love that. Yeah, and that sort of makes me feel like, yay, this is so fun. Um, but yeah, I also just really love kind of the part where you get it back, where you get a mix back, and you can mm-hmm. like really listen to it like objectively and things like that all together like i I really love that and it's really motivational to do the next track because it can be quite
0: like tiring yeah Mm. so because your album is getting released on the 13th which is very soon next week um you've also got an album release party on the 15th can you tell me a bit more about that
1: yeah we're just having um a little thing in auckland at the Wine Cellar. because Rowan literally does, he, he he does a sound and he owns it, but he does literally the best live sound ever, <laughs> so I'm so excited to be there again. Um, but yeah, I just think it's going to be nice just to have everybody around who's, like, supported us along the way and just, like, give them a super crazy show. Yeah. We're playing with, like, Cream Jean and the Feasty Boys, which is, like, an offshoot of Bad Timing, which will be oh. so cool. Oh my goodness. My guitarist, he's in about 22 bands, I think, wow. or something crazy like that. He's just... Such a chameleon. He can play like so many instruments. He's amazing, but slightly maybe stupid for committing to doing that.
0: That's but, damn committed. Yeah. Wow. We'll be
1: on the side with like a, like squirting water at him and giving him an <laughs> abuelo or whatever. And a shot of wow. tequila.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, and you can buy tickets from Under the Radar, of course. If like yeah, for those exactly. that live living, living in Auckland, the album release party. It's on the fifteenth of November, which is a Friday, and it's at eight pm, I believe. Um, and you can purchase tickets at Under the Radar. Thank you so much for talking with me, Haley. Thanks so much. No worries. Have a hope, you have a, hope you have a really good day and stay away from the heat wave that's hitting you. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm having a cold beer in two seconds. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <For
0: sure. laughs> have a wonderful <laughs> rest of your day. You too. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Alright, that was Hayley Smith from Dead Little Penny. I hope you enjoyed that little interview. I'm going to be playing her latest single, Dead Together, but do know that her album, Urge Surfing, is coming out on the 13th of November, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that and note that on your calendars, as well as the album release party, which is on Friday the 15th of November at The Wine Cellar, which is in Auckland. But here I have for you Dead Together by Dead Little Penny. I hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Cosmic Tuesday Drive here on The One.